0: Did you know that Carson Macedo only had a 7% chance of winning the Outlaw Show last night? We'll explain that. Plus, we've got Silver Crown and ARCA results from yesterday, and we'll get you up to speed on the situation at Paris Auto Speedway out in California. Let's go. It's Tuesday, September 6th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I know a lot of you are back to the real world today after having Monday off for Labor Day. Hopefully those hangovers aren't too bad today as you get through the workday. We'll start with the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars at Grays Harbor last night. Carson Macedo ended up dominating the feature from the pole, leading all 30 laps and scoring his series best 11th win on the season. He's also now got 28 total career outlaw wins. That's good enough right now for 23rd all time with the series. Not bad for a 26-year-old driver. When you look at the box score for last night's racing, you see Macedo wins, let all 30 laps from the pole, seems kind of a bit ho-hum. But actually, the win last night for the JJR41 was incredibly improbable. If you read the post-race release from the series, they mentioned that Macedo was just the second driver on the season to win a feature after starting in the third row of his heat race. And he's just the third driver in 2022 to win after qualifying outside the top 10. If you're a member of Dirt Tracker Plus over at dirttracker.com, that's our premium uh, analytics section, you have access to this information all of the time, but this falls under the wins by qualifying spot stat. More of races start straight up by qualifying, so getting in a fast lap during time trials is vital to success if you want to run up front. You hear the drivers talk about qualifying all the the time, I've talked about it, Uh, but here are some numbers to really quantify how important it is to be fast in qualifying. Over the last 426 outlaw races, that takes you from last night all the way back through the 2017 season, 65% of them have been won by drivers qualifying in the top five. If you push it out to the top 10, 88% of wins uh, wins are accounted for, so almost 9 in 10 wins come from inside the top 10 in qualifying. Macedo last night went 13th fastest in time trial, so that means he had about a 7% chance of winning the feature based on past results. If this was Las Vegas, you could have probably gotten pretty damn good odds that Macedo wasn't going to win last night. But again, that's why we run these races. A fifth to first in his heat race completely flipped the night for Mesito, and then he goes on to the win. Obviously that Obviously, that heat win puts him in the dash, he gets a good dash draw, wins the dash, starts on the pole, of the feature and wins. Both he and David Gravel made ground on points leader Brad Sweet, but not a lot. Macedo earned the win, Gravel was second, Jacob Allen finished out the podium, but Sweet ended up fourth. So headed to Silver Dollar and the Gold Cup later this week, it's 72 back to Gravel and 98 back to Macedo. Sheldon Hottenshield had his 9-race top 10 streak busted last night with mechanical problems that left him with a 23rd place result. Logan Schuhart's up-and-down year continued as well. Last night, engine issues forced the 1S out early, and he ended up 22nd. Remember, he was just a winner last week at Skagit. So three nights at Gold Cup start Thursday. Sounds like a big field is coming, and Saturday pays $25,000 to the winner. We'll obviously talk about Gold Cup and the Outlaws more later this week. In other open-wheel racing from Monday, Logan Seavey capitalized on issues uh, for leaders Shane Cockrum and CJ Leary to earn the Ted Horn 100 victory at DuCoin with the USAC Silver Crown Series. Cockrum ran out of fuel with 13 laps to go, and then Leary's car broke a drive line while leading with seven to go. That promoted CV to the lead, and he paced the field for the final seven laps to score his second win of the season. Only seven of the 30 cars were running at the end, uh, and Cockrum actually battled back to finish second, although he was nearly a full lap behind Seavey at the checkered. Just three events remain on the silver crown calendar for 2022 two dirt races at eldora and springfield and the finale on the pavement at the Lucas Oil raceway park that race is in october cody swanson maintains a pretty sizable points lead right now with silver crown also at DuCoin, yesterday was the arca race which ended up being shortened because of rain at the end it was late model driver ryan unzicker holding off jesse love to score the win uh, it was Unzicker's second career Arco win on the dirt. And with his car owner getting ready to close up shop at the end of the season, it sounded like it may be the last time we see Unzicker race with that series. And at Boone Speedway last night, Corey Dumper topped the late model feature for the IMCA Super Nationals. Dumper took the lead from Dean Abbey with 10 laps left and bagged the $3,000 win. The IMCA Super Nationals continue all week at Boone with a bunch of the IMCA divisions competing. Uh, you can watch all week uh, pay-per-view over on Speed Sport. We've been talking about racetracks a lot uh, lately on the show because of uh, things like the pending sale at Grandview and then all the things we discovered about Copart and the auto salvage businesses buying racetrack property. If you haven't uh, gotten up to speed on that stuff, watch those. Go find those episodes from last week and you can kind of see all the different information about what some of those racetracks are dealing with. I don't know how locked you guys are into the California racing scene, but there's been a lot uh, uh, going on around Paris Auto Speedway lately and I thought we'd dive in a bit today to get you guys up to speed on what's happening there. A lot of the West Coast Racing social media accounts, including those for the track and some of the USAC series, have been posting hashtag save Paris. In this case, the track itself isn't necessarily in danger of closing or being sold, but instead could be affected uh, in the future by a massive construction project. Paris Auto Speedway is part of the Southern California Fair and Event Center, and the entire property is near the Paris Dam in the Lake Paris Reservoir that provides water for 27 million people in the state. The dam was built in the 1970s, but it's been undergoing retrofitting to strengthen a dam's foundation and infrastructure to make it less vulnerable to damage from earthquakes. The final phase of the project is scheduled to start soon and will include building an emergency release channel that will allow the water level of the dam to be lowered safely uh, in the event of an emergency or a big storm. Part of the channel will cut across the fairground's property. And owners of the racetrack, nearby event center, and concessions company are suing the California Department of Water Resources. They're concerned about the impacts on the facility, including uh, parking and congestion from construction traffic. Uh, supposedly, where this channel is cutting across the fairgrounds is going to cut off a whole bunch of parking that gets used by both the event center and the racetrack. Uh, and the construction traffic, there's going to obviously be a ton of trucks and things like that, and now it's going to cause issues and delays around the facility. Besides the weekly racing at Paris, the facility also regularly hosts things like rodeos and live music events, and all of those could be impacted by the project. The business operators of the event center and racetrack also allege that local inspectors have been more difficult to please lately since they brought the suit and have spent tens of thousands of dollars to resolve issues. All the way around, this sounds like a really messy situation, and I think this could drag on for a while between the lawsuit and the construction project itself. Um, Besides the weekly racing at Paris, they also host the Ward of Outlaws during their spring at West Coast Swing. And USAC will be there uh, for the Oval Nationals in November coming up uh, with the USAC Sprint Car Series. If you want for, uh, more information about all of this, you can find resources at ParisAutoSpeedway.com. You can actually just search Google Paris Auto Speedway and you'll get some articles and some different things about the project. But uh, not a great situation right there uh, out there with uh, Paris. Streaming schedule has three shows on it for today. Like I said, the IMCA Super Nationals from Boone Speedway are on Speedsport. Fast 4 has outlaw karts from and Speedway and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com/watch tonight. That's over the show today. Have a good Tuesday! Please make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on these videos. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.